Hey everyone, Kanisha here, owner of Speaking Queen Services. I really, really, really did not want to do this episode because I feel like I've already touched on this, but now I feel like it has to be an episode of this because it's becoming way too common, um, not just for myself, but for others, including loved ones. So I decided to go ahead and make an episode. So just I'm just going to start off by saying it starts off when you're a child and it just gets worse from there. It starts off as a child. When you go to the doctors, they weigh you, they take your height, they compare you to everyone else and what you're supposed to be compared to other people your age um, and for your height, etc. And the part that pisses me off is a good example would be my five-year-old. Now, if you follow me on Facebook, um, you probably have seen pictures of my five-year-old and as you can see, he's a healthy, tall, active boy and compared to others, he is heavy or stocky or healthy is the terms they like to use. And I find it crazy because this boy is tall and not even just that, like, I feel like he eats to eat more at times because I don't think he is the stocky, heavy person. You know what I mean? So I'm just baffled when a doctor does say that to me. It's not all the time, but um, a lot of the doctors that do end up seeing him or specialty doctors that end up seeing my son are like, oh, yeah, he's a little happy, happy boy. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> so, you know, it just it starts young and then it just gets worse as you get older. And, you know, what's even worse is that if you're a guy, it's not as bad. You know, pe- people kid around. They just expect you to be bigger. It's not going to be as bad for my boys. So that part I'm relieved on. But at the same time, it's messed up. Cause like I said, it's a stigma. The women, if they fluctuate, it's like, nope, you're supposed to be this size and sexy all the time. And if you dress down, then you must be questionable as far as your sexuality or something must be wrong or off or, you know, the list goes on. And it's like, wow, people really pay way too much attention on other people like are you really that (laughs) concerned as far as what other people look like to that extreme that you basically have already have this idea in your head of what a person's like based on how they look or what they can do based on how they look like that alone just really frustrates me and like I said it starts from when you're a child and you go to the doctor's and it just continues from there, school, family members, friends, and it just continues. So that's why I always push about self-esteem and loving yourself because if you don't, this is why people get so frustrated. They isolate their suicides. It's like they end up hating themselves because they're listening to what people are saying based on their own perceptions. Again, emphasizing their own perceptions. What they're saying does not mean that is who you are. What they say does not mean that's what it is. It's their opinion. It's their perspective. It's their preference. And people get that confused. And I'm not going to lie. I get that, you know, it, it was an insecurity of mine. And it's something that I, from time to time that it does end up hitting me. And I'd be like laughing at myself. Like, I cannot believe that person just got in my head. It is something I struggle with. And it is something that is an insecurity of mine. I'm not going to sit here and front and act like that's not. It is. I'm that person that fluctuates. I have my moments where I am down to the size I want to be, and then I get back up again. 
in my stressful times. Does that mean I'm sitting there inhaling burgers on the times when I'm bigger? No. It's just every factor, especially for a woman, plays a part in your weight. And stress and hormones alone will fluctuate your weight, let alone sitting there inhaling burgers. So it's like, it's a genetic thing. It's um, a, a scientific thing. It's like so many things all in one that it's not just this simple, oh, they just don't care about themselves, so they're big. Oh, they don't care about themselves, so they're bigger. Oh, they don't want to, you know, they don't want to eat, so they're small. You know, they don't want to, they don't, um, they want to look like a model, so they don't eat. You can't just assume based on looking at someone or based on their struggles um, unless they specifically told you that there's a problem or that it's what you're assuming. And until you actually sit down and have a conversation with that person, you're not going to know their struggles. You're not going to know their inner demons. You're not going to know if it is really a struggle for them. You're not going to know if they're really happy or if they're good with where they are. As I've said before, you can be 300 pounds, you know, 250 and not have diabetes, not have high cholesterol. You can be the perfect size that the doctors want you to be and have high cholesterol, um, or I'm sorry, high blood, high blood pressure, uh, diabetes. It really depends on the genes. Like I said, it depends on how you take care of yourself. It's everything. It's not just if you're this size, that means this. If you're this size, that means that. It really every, like it's every little thing plays a part on how you are. And people don't realize that and they just automatically body shame. Oh, that person just doesn't care about themselves. Oh, that person is a cheeseburger. Like they just assume that person just does not care or they care too much. So again, I decided to do an episode and break it down that just because a person is not your preference does not mean what they're doing is wrong. I feel like if that person's happy and they're healthy and they don't have the high blood pressure and the high cholesterol and the diabetes, why do you care? It's all about being healthy and whatever your healthy is, that's what matters. As long as I said, as long as you really are technically healthy. And I feel like if those things are good and you actually can get around, get things done, work, etc. and be active, who cares? You can be an active, bigger person. You can be an active, underweight person. Like, it really depends on the person. And I think people just think, have an idea, if you're a certain size, you can only do this. If you're a certain, you know, if you're underweight, um, you definitely can do all this stuff. Or you're the weight you're supposed to be, then you can do everything. If you're not the weight you're supposed to be, then you'll be too tired to do everything else. That does not necessarily mean that. And a good example of that would be, I have, um, she used to be a friend of mine that works in um, a gym and um, you know I'm not going to say the name even though I should and anyways she gets bounced around because of her size because she's not the ideal size for her height so she gets bounced around um, she's a dance instructor Zumba instructor she dances around like she goes to the dances um, different gyms um, she has been discriminated against she has told me she's been discriminated against so she had to you know people participants even stop going to her class because of her size because they just automatically thought she couldn't move and when she told me this, I thought it was crazy. I'm like, okay, that's crazy. Is it really like that? Because if it was like that, why are you still working there? So I just assumed it wasn't as bad as she said until I was told, why don't you go ahead and apply? Because I keep being told that, like, you you know, you're really full of energy. You love doing that. Um, you know, you motivate people anyways. Why don't you do that? So I'm like, all right, let me apply for that. Tell me why the girl that told me to do go ahead and do this 
tell me why. She's like this bouncy blonde, um, ideal dance instructor, right? She tells me to do it. It's not going to be no big deal. Go through a seminar, get certified, etc. I was told this. It was like a two month interviewing process. I'm not even playing. At first it was like, oh, we're going to get this done. You got this when we talked on the phone. Now, when she met me, it was a whole nother different, like it was a different story. The person, the hiring person, when she met me, it was like, oh, wait, you are bigger than what I thought. Made little hints like, well, even if you are the size that we technically, you know, a healthy size or not or whatever, it's going to be a lot of work and was trying to convince me to teach elderly, um, elderly people. So then it was kind of like, I mean, I don't care anyways, you know what I mean? Like, fine, I'm cool with that, but... Like, is that what you guys do? Is that your protocol? If you're not the ideal size, you bounce them to somebody, like, to um, a, a class that technically, like, some people probably would think twice about doing because it's a slower pace. Like, again, it's not right there. That statement right there not only discriminates for myself, but the elderly, because it's telling you right there that you don't think the elderly can even move. And I feel like there's the elderly that can move way better and is in better shape than myself. So that sentence alone really disturbed me. I was like, what? Is she serious right now? So it's when I realized this, I mean, there was a big part of me that wishes that I didn't go through the process because it really showed me what that gym was all about. So as I went through the process, I'm like, why am I even a member of this place? Like, is this is this, if this is how they treat people that actually want to work with them? Like, why would I want to be a part of that? If anything, I'm doing my own self bogus by going to the gym, knowing they're going to put you through hoops because you're not the ideal size to actually work for them. Um, but you're good enough for the front desk or to teach elderly people or, um, you know, something like that where you're not moving too much, but, and you're good enough to, you know, them to take your money so you can work out and lose the weight. Um, you're good enough for that, but actually trying to make a difference and, um, move like everybody else, you're not good enough for that. And you know, what's crazy and I find it very, and you know, I find it amusing on this part, the ones that are discriminating and body shaming, um, in that scenario, it's hilarious because they can't even dance. Like, I'm just, I'm not, and I'm not hating. They can't dance. And then they'll even admit that, like, hey, I can't really dance. So who are you to judge me on what I can do? And I actually can. And because I'm bigger than you, you just assume I can't keep up because I'm bigger than you. Because the last time I checked, um, it's about endurance and it's everything. It's not always about size. And it's like I said, it depends on the person and it, it depends on how heavy you are, you know, or underweight you are. It really depends. And people, like I said, that was a good example. People think automatically if you are not a size, they want you to be that you can't do certain things. So I went through their little thing. I would got passed around for a couple months. Like I literally got passed around for a couple months trying to prove myself. Oh, I haven't had one person say, oh, girl, you can have your own class, break down the thing. Okay, here we go. Breaking down the steps, slower pace, because they don't think I was good enough to actually teach a whole class. So I think it's hilarious because even though I lost the gym, basically, because of their morals and just how they view things, 
they help me realize that at the end of the day, I don't want to be a part of something like that. You know what I mean? That I have morals, I have values. And if I have to dance my little routine off that I put together in a week, by the way, I put it together in a week, not even. If I have to do that at home every morning before the kids get up and go to bed, I will do that. I will dance my butt off. I don't care because I'm still getting... I'm still getting what I need to get done. And does that mean I need to pay them my hard-earned money to work out at a place that thinks I need to be there because I'm not good enough in their eyes? Hell no. So, like, as soon as I realized what they were about, I I let them know, too. I said, you know what? I am thankful for this experience because now I know what you're truly about. And at the end of the day, you think you're better than me. And you don't think I have the capability of doing something that you can't even do, which is dance. So I think it's hilarious when people treat you like that. They think they're better than you because they are the ideal weight. And I'm here to say that's messed up. Like I said, the the friend of mine, the Shmi, her used to be friends. The fact that she's still working for them, I'm baffled. I don't even want to be a member, let alone working for them knowing that she gets that like it's so bad that she has participants that don't even want to show up because they just automatically think she can't do the job so that alone I get that she wants to prove them wrong and she loves it and I get that and the perks of it but that alone why would you want to be a part of that you know I know that she's doing it to try to change it but it's not changing it you're just basically a joke and you're getting passed around and you're hardly getting money because people don't want to go anymore because they don't think you're capable of doing it You know, I was told the participants are like that. I didn't know the actual employers were like that. That's where I'm shocked about. The participants, whatever, no big deal. But the employers are like that? The people that are actually supposed to be your boss and train you and be supportive are the ones that are sitting there like, wow, I don't really know if this person really can do this. Wow, really? So that there baffles me. Like, how are you this big organization that's going for years and years and years but you are low-key discriminating, body shaming. You think that a plus-size person, um, because it's definitely not going to be an issue for undersize. If you're underweight, I don't think they're going to give a crap. If you are plus-size, they basically want you at a front desk working with the kids or um, working with the elderly. You know, they think that's where you belong. So to know that, I mean, you can dance, dance, dance and show them you got this and have your numbers be up. But at the end of the day, you're still working for them and you're basically saying it's okay. I feel like if you work for somebody like that and you're the size they're discriminating against and you're putting all your money into continuing it, so you know, because you got to keep certification, things like that, I feel like you lost by doing that because you're on board with them. You're on board with their views and what they think and how they operate. You're on board with it. I lost the freaking gym because I was not on board with how they do things. I'm not on board with anyone that says they're for the community and they really are not. You know, they're coming up with this front like they're for the community, but they're really not. Because if you were, you will accept all sizes and shapes and faces and all that. You will not discriminate. So I think I call BS. And if I see it, why would I be a part of it? So I'm sorry, like I said, more some episodes will be long like this because if I'm passionate about it, if it makes no sense to me at all, I'm going to speak on it. It makes no sense to me at all. So again, I lost the gym, but in the meantime, I'm still doing my workout, I'm still doing my routines because let me tell you something, mama needs 
some type of stress release with everything I'm doing. You know what I mean? That's my me time. That I feel like my me time got taken away by this. You know, some people be like, oh, just suck it up and do it anyways. No, I'm about being a part of positive things. I don't want to be a part of that. If I know they body shame and I knew this and then they just confirmed it by putting me through the wire, why the hell would I continue being a part of that? Hell no. Now that I know, I'm good. And there's plenty of gems. You know, if I have to pay a little bit more, I will do that. But at the end of the day, if I have to just dance in my room in the morning while the kids are gone or in the living room, whatever, while they're sleeping, whatever the case may be, or I have a little time while they're in daycare, whatever, I will do it because they're not going to stop me from what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? That's only hurting myself. It's not hurting them. But at the end of the day, I feel like you should always stand your ground when it comes to your morals and your values. And it's hard when you're tempted and it actually can help you. So it's really hard to not get sucked into that because hello, it's a gym. You want to lose weight. Um, if you did, or you want to build muscle, if you wanted to, that would be the place to go. So it's messed up on that part. So I can see how people get sucked into that, but it's not the only place, you know what I mean? And it may be cheaper, but you might have to spend a little bit more money or do something at home. Like, like I just said, at the end of the day, just going along with it just because it's easier and it's convenient and yeah, it sucks, but whatever, that's their rules, not yours. Well, being going, following along with them is basically saying it's your rules as well. That's what it's saying. So again, it really sucks because, you know, the convenience piece and, you know, like I just said, it's like, it sucks and it sucks that people are still like that. Like I still, like I said, with the racism, body shaming, like really people, you're really that insecure about yourself to the point that you have to put other people down or you have this certain preference or you just think you are everything to the point that you got to put other people down to can maintain your self-esteem, your insecurities. Really? It's that bad? You know, so I love it when I do have good examples for you guys, but then I hate it when I'm usually the example because I'm going to be a little bit more passionate about it, obviously, but it sucks because it's like, really? Like I said, when, even if I'm, even if I'm at my highest or my lowest in my weight, I'm still good because I've been my highest and lowest and I know I fluctuate. So I know it's not, I'm not going to stay there forever if I'm at my heaviest and at my lowest, it's like, I'm enjoying it as it is. But at the end of the day, if I don't have high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, which I don't, why should I care that people are looking at me like, ooh, girl, put down that Twinkie. I don't even eat Twinkies. So, like, that's my point. That is my point. Don't lower your standards and your values and your morals because you want to not rock the boat. You know, it's not your rules. You're just, you know, not trying to be dramatic or rock the boat or you know, stop something that it has become a routine of yours. Believe me, that sucks. I lost a routine of mine. Like I actually was getting back into things and then this happens. So it sucks. Does that mean I just go in and act like nothing happened? Hell no. It means I'm going to stay on my ground. You are definitely not getting my money and I'm going to move on to the next and I'm going to do my homework more with to the next place. So this does not happen again, because why would you want to be a part of something where people are looking at you like, what? She really needs to be here. You know what I mean? Or you can't move. You can't be a part of this because of how you look. Why would you want to be a part of that? Like that part, I just, I'm, I don't understand that part. Why would you want to be a part of that? 
it doesn't have to be you necessarily. Maybe you got a friend that's underweight or overweight or a family member. The list goes on. You're basically saying you're okay with that and you are, you're on top, you're like, you're a part of that. You are a part of it. You are a member. So, anyways, I'm done venting here because, wow, I really vented. But that's, that's at the end of the day. At the end of the day, it needed to be said. People need to stop body shaming. It's not just this gym in my last episode um, a year ago about this. It's doctors. You know, it's people that are actually supposed to be supportive in your goals and you're actually trying to work on things are the ones that are body shaming you. They're low key body shaming you or making little hints like, oh, yeah, put the Twinkie down. Ha ha ha. Or, yeah, you better get out there and walk a little bit more. Ha ha ha. Like they're sitting there laughing, but they're laughing at you. They are low key body shaming you. And I don't even think people even realize that. You know, they think they laugh that they're just, oh, they're not making fun of you. Yes, they are. (laughs) Like they're just low key doing it. You know, there's different levels of body shaming. There's different levels of people actually making fun of you. Like, that's just how it is. And if they think they are better than you, they will low-key be like, well, if you want to get to how I am, I'm sorry. Did I say I wanted to get to where you are? I'm fine with where I'm at right now. So that's my point. Be happy wherever you are, even if you're not at the weight you want to be, whether that's underweight or overweight. Be happy where you are. Don't let other people make you doubt yourself because you're not their preference. You're not the ideal thing. You're not society's standards of what beauty is um, size-wise or even looks-wise. Like, do you. Keep going. Because if you keep worrying about other people and living your life based on what other people view you as or, you know what I mean? And some people won't just come out and say, hey, yeah, you're just not what I want. Um, so can you please keep it moving? Because they're not going to be that bold. They're not going to be that stupid. And I'm pretty sure they don't want a lawsuit or to lose their job. So they low-key do it. So my point is, be happy with yourself where you are. Like I said, even if you're not where you want to be, still be happy in that moment. You know, I'm not where I want to be weight-wise, but I'm comfortable. You know, am I 100% comfortable? No. I could lose weight, you know what I mean? But the point is, does that mean I don't feel like I'm capable because I'm not where I want to be weight-wise? Hell no. I feel like I can still move. I feel like I I definitely know I can dance. So it's like, it's not going to affect me is my point. did, Did it affect me? Yes. In that moment, it did. Because like I said, it can be an insecurity of mine. So yes, it did affect me. Am I always like how I'm acting right now? Hell no. Like I said, I have my moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so fat. Oh my gosh. Like, you know what I mean? Who doesn't? Who does not have those moments? I'm being honest. I have those moments. Oh my gosh. But as I'm getting older, they're becoming less and less and I get over it. You know, I have my moment, then I get over it. Don't stay in the moment. Do not let them define who you are, whether that's teaching, dancing, whatever, running a race. Don't tell them what you can and can't do. Show them. You probably can do it better than them. That's usually what ends up happening. You have the the ability. As long as you are healthy, you know, like I said, the diabetes, high blood pressure, all that, as long as that stuff's in check, keep doing you and work on whatever you need to work on to get to what you are comfortable with, what you want. Because at the end of the day, it's your body. It's your life. Who cares? You know what I mean? Easier said than done, but it's definitely a fight. You're going to have different fights, different battles. It's a daily thing. You're going to have different battles. It's a struggle. Whether this is one of your struggles or you got other things, at the end of the day, you can't let every little thing get to you because it will drive you crazy. You will get overwhelmed. 
you will go into a depression because you're letting every single thing and people's perspective on who you are affect you. So work on you. Get to know you. Love you. Because I'm telling you, when I say this, this is why. This right here, these examples I just gave you today, this is why I say self-love is everything. Because if you don't, it's this. your journey is going to be a rocky one. At the end of the day, it will be a rocky one. So you have to love yourself. You have to love yourself. And you're going to have your up and downs, but it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if you know who you are and you are comfortable with who you are and where you are, and even though you're not at the ideal situation you want to be in, whether that's professionally or personally, it doesn't matter. Being in the moment, enjoying where you are at the moment is all that matters and not letting other people get in your head, especially when you get so close to where you're trying to be professionally, personally, it does not matter. Let them hate. Let the haters hate and keep it moving because like I said, it's more their issue than yours. Again, it's more their issues, not yours. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that long episode. I think that was honestly one of my longest episodes. (laughs) So, um... Again, Speaking Queen Services, make sure to go on Facebook. I'm sorry, like I said, when I get passionate about something, I don't be playing. And it's really frustrating. Like I said, it's not just for myself. I see it with other people and they just, they're okay with it. They go along with it and it's not fair. So I felt like it was a situation, it was a topic that I definitely needed to touch on and actually make a full episode on because it's so common because people really question themselves and do things to themselves because of what other people are telling them. So like I said, self-love, 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 and self-care. Um, Speaking Queen Services, make sure to follow and like. And again, thank you, thank you so much for those who are following and liking Speaking Queen Services. I see you. Thank you so much. And if you have not, go ahead, subscribe to this podcast uh, you can contact me directly, uh, speaking queen services at outlook.com or on my website, sqscommunity.com. All right, guys, it's the weekend. Enjoy your weekend, everyone.